0: Coming up on Shop Talk.
1: Seventy percent of Canadian gift buyers actually prefer giving gift cards over cash, and I know personally I like receiving gift cards a lot because you know I can pick out exactly what I want rather yeah. than having someone try to guess on my behalf.
0: Hello, everyone. I'm Al Grego,
2: and I'm Louis Davis,
0: and this is the February 2022 edition of Shop Talk with Manaris. Welcome to the Shop Talk podcast, Louis.
2: Thank you very much, Al. It's great to be here.
0: Uh, The pleasure's all mine. Louis, the reason I invited you to co-host this month, other than your impressive voice, is because February is Black History Month. Yes, it is. And you are one of the founding members of the Black Employee Network here at Moneris. I am. What does that mean to you?
2: Well, Moneris has a diverse employee base. And for me, it's important to make sure that we create more visibility for our Black employees and also create awareness of Black culture and history across Moneris. Mm-hmm. I'm also honored to be part of Moneris' DEI strategy by heading up our first employee inclusion group. The Black Employee Network is the first of many employee inclusion groups that we expect to have at Moneris.
0: So you mentioned DEI, which stands for Diversity, Equity and Inclusion, Correct.
2: That's right. Moneris is committed to advancing diversity, equity, and inclusion for our team members, our merchants, and the communities in which we operate. We're taking a comprehensive and long-term approach in our DEI strategy.
0: Well, I know we're making significant investments into the strategy because there's still so much work to do.
2: Yes, we're just getting started and I'm very excited about the progress we've made so far and what's to come.
0: Well, I'm looking forward to hearing more about it in the coming months.
2: And we're happy to have this platform to be able to talk about this work and share it with all the listeners out there. Here's hoping we can also inspire other individuals and organizations. Agreed. Now,
0: on to this month's theme. Louis, other than Black History Month, you know what else is happening this month?
2: Is it your birthday? No. Oh, I know. Oh, it's family day. Well,
0: yes, but I'm thinking more about romance.
2: Uh, sorry, Al, I'm spoken for. You're spoken? Well, that's not what I meant. I'm just playing with you. Of course I know it's Valentine's Day. Well, you
0: had me going there for a minute. Yes, Valentine's Day is fast approaching. And you know what that means?
2: Way too much candy.
0: Among other things, yes, Valentine's Day is a busy day for certain types of
2: businesses. I can guess what those are.
0: Uh, No need to guess. In today's By the Numbers, we'll tell you what those businesses are and try to project how they might do this year.
2: Sounds very interesting.
0: But first, for our featured interview, let's learn about another hot item around Valentine's Day.
2: And what's that? Gift cards. Ah, uh, yes, that makes sense. If your business doesn't offer gift cards, you could be missing out on significant revenue opportunities.
0: Exactly. And you know, it's really not all that difficult or expensive for a small business to provide gift cards these days. Oh, I know. I sat down with Ashley Jameson, product manager, business solutions at Moneris. Ashley is a gift card expert, and we talk about how important gift cards can be for your business and how easy they are to set up. Here's my chat with Ashley. interview. I'm here with Ashley Jameson. Uh, She's a product manager, business solutions at Moneris. Ashley, thank you for joining me today.
1: Thank you for having me, Al.
0: So we're talking about gift cards today. Why don't we start with the obvious question first? Why gift cards? Why are they important?
1: Gift cards are super important for businesses, especially now during the pandemic, because they help you gain and maintain loyalty with your customer base. Eighty seven percent of Canadians both purchase and receive gift cards every year. How do
0: gift cards help in customer loyalty? How does that work?
1: Well, with a gift card, the cardholder is either going to spend more than the original amount of the gift or they're going to return to the store to spend the remaining balance, which increases future traffic for the merchant.
0: That makes sense. I mean, if I got a a Cabela's gift card, I'd definitely go in there and and spend it right away. And if there's an item there that isn't quite covered by the gift card, I'll definitely spend more money in order to get that item, especially if it's something I really want.
1: Yeah. And we find that gift card holders spend an extra 60% beyond the original value of the card. So Mm -hmm. it's a way to boost sales because there's always that top up amount over the original purchase price of the card.
0: And now gift cards aren't just physical cards. It's pretty flexible. I can use them in store or online, right?
1: Absolutely. With Moneris, we have three different kinds of gift cards. The traditional ones that you would think of, like that look like a debit or credit card, mm-hmm. a e-gift, which can be purchased online and sent via text or email, and then promo gift cards, which are kind of like a coupon that encourages people to come back to your store at a specific time. We recommend having some combination of all three gift card programs because they work together to bring customers into your store or website from, from different areas.
0: So the, uh, the theme for this month's episode of shop talk is valentine's so let's talk about that for a second why why would a gift card make a good valentine's day gift
1: gift cards are great because they ensure that your loved ones can pick out exactly what they want from their favorite store. Mm -hmm. Um, And 70% of Canadian gift buyers actually prefer giving gift cards over cash. And I know personally, I like receiving gift cards a lot because, you know, I can pick out exactly what I want rather than having someone try to guess on my behalf.
0: You bring up a really good point there. I mean, I'm I'm horrible for finding a gift for my wife. I just never know what to get her, but I do know exactly what stores she likes shopping at. And so getting her a gift card from there allows her to, pick whatever gift she wants and allows me to look good on Valentine's day.
1: Exactly. It takes the guesswork out of it.
0: Perfect. I love that. So do you have any tips or tricks or best practices for setting up a gift card campaign for Valentine's Day, for
1: example? With Moneris, you can actually customize your gift cards to have like a Valentine's Day theme. And we also recommend having um, in-store displays or signage to keep Valentine's Day at like the top of mind for your customers in those days leading up to Valentine's Day. Also, you can add Valentine's Day themed e gift cards to your website to act as like a perfect last minute gift for people who uh, need to get something out there in the deadline before the holiday
0: so let's talk setup you know in the past i mean when when i think of being a small business owner so it's all fine and dandy to say you should have gift cards but it feels like in the past that would have been a big kind of upfront spend you know having to order you know large quantities and having them sit in my inventory uh, unused so uh, there seems to be a bit of a barrier to entry there is that barrier still there
1: That's actually a great question, because no, uh, gift card programs have really evolved in recent years. And now um, we actually can accommodate smaller order quantities. So you only have to get started with 200 cards. So that makes it possible for businesses of any size to get started with a gift card program. Also, Moneris offers fast delivery. So you can decide to do a, a holiday initiative and have those cards arrive at your business in record time.
0: And what about the design? Do I have to like hire like a, uh, my niece or nephew to design me a nice logo or, or how difficult is it to design the cards?
1: It's super easy. Not only does Moneris offer predefined templates that you can choose from, but you could also uh, go with your own custom design if you needed. We also have some staff on hand who can help design the cards for you if you need a little bit of extra help.
0: Sounds simple enough. And a 200 card minimum order seems more manageable than, than it used to be.
1: Yeah, for sure. And if you pick customized designs that are timely to the different holidays and have the appropriate signage in your store, You can definitely go through that quantity uh, faster than you think.
0: I've heard that Valentine's Day is the kickoff to the gift card season. Can you explain that a bit more?
1: Moms, dads, and grads is what we call the period between Valentine's Day uh, and the summer. Each of those, Mother's Day, Father's Day, and graduation are the perfect opportunity to give your loved one a gift. And uh, if you're a merchant that sells things that are appealing to those different groups, uh, we recommend stocking up in advance of those holidays.
0: Okay. So let me ask you then, what would be your gift card of choice to receive?
1: Uh, Gift cards for groceries, gas, and uh, clothing is always appreciated.
0: Oh, that's very practical of you, but I mean, isn't there, what what would be on your wish list of things that, you know, maybe you don't need, but you would like?
1: Well, if someone wants to give me a gift card of Tiffany's, I won't complain.
0: (laughs) Thank you so much for joining me today, Ashley.
1: Thanks for having me, Al. As a business owner,
0: change comes at you fast. That's why Moneris is right by your side as you innovate and adapt so you can get paid. With solutions for businesses of all shapes and sizes, we're proud to help Canadians like you achieve their goals. From online, in-store, curbside, and pickup solutions, Moneris is there to help your business succeed every step of the way. To talk to one of our business advisors, call 1-866-MONERIS or visit moneris.com. By the numbers. I'm here with Sean McCormick, Director of Business Development. Thank you for joining me, Sean.
3: Uh, my pleasure. I'll oh, happy early Valentine's Day to you.
0: And to you. What number do you have for me this month?
3: Well, we're looking at uh, Valentine's Day 2021 versus 2020. And the week of Valentine's Day candy nut and confectionery sales up 16 percent
0: what were some of the other uh, verticals that you saw
3: so grocery mm-hmm. as, a, as a general category up 17 percent uh, Valentine's Day 2021 versus 2020 and florists I, I don't know I mean I buy I buy roses uh, for my wife every Valentine's Day but right. if you look at these other categories are all up 16 17 mm-hmm. florists were up 35 percent
0: Wow that is impressive. I mean, the grocery yeah. number makes sense because people weren't going to restaurants as much. They stayed home and made dinners at home. Right. Right. I feel like maybe the florist number could be explained by it's it's a gift that's easily delivered.
3: Absolutely. And, and the thing to remember here is you've got all of these categories, candy, not confectionery up 16 percent, mm-hmm. alcohol sales um, up 17 percent, grocery up 17 percent, florist up 35. Keep in mind that that was during the first week of lockdowns in 2020 and overall transaction volume was down 13%. So the real impact of those increases was actually um, relative to everything else was, Mm -hmm. uh, was quite high.
0: And I mean, we learned from last month's episode when, when I spoke to Peter Goldstein about the substitution effect and uh, that seems to be what's going on here for the most part.
3: Right. You can't really invent a dollar. Mm -hmm. Um, People have a fixed amount of disposable income for the most part that tends to be spent on on things like going out for dinner. So if you're not going out for dinner, that money is there to be spent. People still want to spend money to make themselves happy and celebrate uh, yeah. celebrate things like birthdays, holidays, Valentine's Day. And uh, what we can see is that they reallocated the dinner money mm-hmm. and uh, spent it on uh Candy, booze, groceries, and flowers.
0: And so, if if I were to ask you to pick your favorite stat from that, uh, what would that be?
3: Same one as you, my friend. It was the second one, probably uh, the <laughs> bottle of uh, the bottle of Chardonnay or champagne. Let's right. uh, let's keep it PG right there.
0: Yes. <laughs> All right. Thank you very much, Sean. Thanks, Al. Ask an expert. I'm joined by Amy Maraone. She's the VP of Marketing and Communications at Moneris. Thank you for joining me today, Amy. How are you doing?
4: I'm good, thanks.
0: So uh, the question we want to answer today, and we have you on, is is about Omnichannel. What exactly is Omnichannel?
4: So Omnichannel is really having all of the channels uh, and multiple channels integrated with one another that your customers interact with, Mm -hmm. for example, you know, whether you have a website, social media, mobile app and your bricks and mortar store, Mm -hmm. all of that information is actually integrated versus having them available, but not integrated. So when they do interact with your company, you know that they have actually been on your website, they've been to one of your social media channels and they've maybe been in store and you can service them in a lot more personalized and targeted fashion.
0: Makes sense. Uh, so, for example, right now, it's Valentine's season. We, we just spoke to Ashley about gift cards and e-gift cards uh, where you can offer them online. But uh, I mean, th- that online sale counts in store as well, right?
4: Correct. And I think that is the, the piece of it is all the levers that are available to you, whether it's channels mm-hmm. or offers, is making sure that all of that data is captured and integrated. So if, for example, if you are offering gift cards Well, how about on social media as a promotion? How about allowing them to buy it through that channel instead Mm -hmm. of having to come into the store and buy or having to go to your website? If you have all of the channels integrated, that means they can connect with you on their preferred channel.
0: Right. Uh, In terms of, for example, inventory, there's also kind of integration there, right? Like if you make an online sale, that product is no longer in your inventory online or in your brick and mortar store. So there's also that level of connectivity as well, right?
4: Yes, ensuring that your systems are connected will allow you to manage your inventory a lot better as well. Um, if someone does buy online and then someone else is coming into the store, that inventory is quickly updated and it's all integrated, uh, so that uh, when they do come into the store, they're not surprised if it, you know that it's not there, or vice versa. They order it online right. if it was bought in store and it's already uh, sold. So you want to make sure that all of your systems are connected and. At the end of the day, that really provides a customer centric experience. Mm
0: -hmm. Makes sense. I mean, if I as a a customer, I shouldn't care whether you made the sale online or in store. I I care that the product is available to me when I need it.
4: That's correct. And depending on how people reach out to you in terms of service as well, Mm -hmm. if all your systems are connected and all of your channels are connected, you know what they're calling about and you have that information at hand. So your your customer service system, your point of sale, your website, All of your channels are connected Mm -hmm. so that you can have the best experience for your customers.
0: Thank you very much, Amy.
4: You're welcome. Thank you.
0: Teresa Wetzel. She's the Senior Manager of Events and ESG at Moneris. Thank you for joining me today, Teresa. Thanks, Al. Before we start, what does ESG stand for?
5: So ESG stands for environmental, social, and governance. So it's the new model that Moneris is moving towards. We're trying to expand our current CSR program to include everything from environmental sustainability diversity, equity, inclusion, and have this more holistic approach.
0: Excellent. Okay. So it's February. So what does your team have in store for us this month?
5: I'm well, really excited as we go into February, we're going to be partnering with Second Harvest, their hero sweepstakes.
0: So for those who may not know what is second Harvest, what do they do?
5: Second Harvest is a food rescue organization here across Canada that helps to support eliminating food waste across the country mm-hmm. and to provide meals for vulnerable citizens in Canada.
0: Yeah, they're a great organization uh, for sure and they do great work. So what does Miners have to do with second Harvest?
5: So we've been a longstanding partner with theirs and we uh, support and sponsor a lot of their fundraising initiatives. Mm -hmm. And this one that's happening in February is called their hero sweepstakes. Okay. And that's a big auction. You know, there's lots of great prizes where you'll be able to purchase tickets with the hopes of maybe winning some really high ticket prizes. And this, all these funds go to support their food rescue
0: mission. What a great campaign.
5: Yes. Al, And, you know, Moneris is really excited to sponsor again. And last year, we raised over 200,000 meals across Canada.
0: What's the date for that sweepstakes?
5: So it launches February 1st and it goes to March 25th.
0: Okay. So it runs all month. And is there a day though, where, where the draws happen?
5: So they have early bird draws. So okay. you'll, they're going to be announcing very shortly mm-hmm. when those happen throughout the month. So the earlier you buy your tickets, the more chances you have to win.
0: Perfect. So if I want to learn more about this, where would I go?
5: You go to uh, Second Harvest's website and all the details will be there February
0: 1st. Okay, so to recap, we have the Second Harvest Hero Sweepstakes presented by Moneris, and that runs from February 1st to March 25th. And for more details on that, go to secondharvest.ca. Teresa, thank you so much for joining me today.
5: Thanks for having me.
0: And that's all we have for this month. I hope you found this episode informative. Uh, But before we sign off, I'd like to take a moment to promote another Moneros podcast that you might enjoy called Yes, We Are Open. Here's a little teaser. Running a small business in Canada is no small matter. Here are eight stories to prove it. There's times
3: where we didn't pay ourselves. This was my dream, but it became her nightmare. Eight
0: stories of success.
1: The future is bright.
0: The online took off, and it's been good. Listen to all eight stories now on the Yes, We Are Open podcast, available
2: wherever you get your podcasts.
0: It's called Yes, We Are Open. Yes, we are way open. (laughs)
2: If you haven't already, you can subscribe to this podcast. And yes, we are open wherever you get your podcasts.
0: If you'd like to support the show, share this podcast with your network or review us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts.
2: Join us again next month for more expert insight and data to help you grow your business.
0: And also, if you have a payment related question you'd like to submit to one of our experts, you can email us at podcastmonaris.com. At Louis, thank you so much for co-hosting.
2: Thank you for having me, Al. I expect chocolates on the 14th. Oh, well, we'll see about that.
0: On behalf of Louis, myself, and the rest of Moneris, thank you for listening to Shop Talk. Talk again in March.